Yo, Alex, Yo. my brother. Yo. This episode is extremely, extremely <sighs> special to me for so many different reasons. I feel the same way. Need to know podcast family. We are here with a special episode. Uh, uh, it's almost like a sentimental feel for me personally. Yeah, having you know, obviously Devon Terrell, he's a part of the podcast mm -hmm. now full time, but he was also one of the first ten mm -hmm. episodes that we had. Mm -hmm. uh, but the other gentleman sitting to my right, he he's a mogul, he's a businessman, he's an entrepreneur. Like Alex said, he comes from the same streets that we came through, and to see his journey, to see him inspire the community, give back to his community, build an empire in real estate. He was on episode. Episode three of the Need to Know podcast. So if you want to get familiar, you can go backwards and go check that out. He was also featured on another episode with his guy Isaac. Yeah. Both of these guys are doing tremendous in their fields. Um, let, let me continue to introduce our guy, the host of the hour. I'm sorry, the guest of the hour, Ramel. What's good, brother? What's going on, King? How y'all feeling? Real good. Can I get some applause? Listen, man. I was gonna say, thank you. I'm, I'm blessed to be here. I'm excited. The level up is real, <laughs> man. man. Yeah. Thank Episode you. three, yeah, I was yeah. on the rolling chairs. My, <laughs> my butt was hurting. I was holding it down. Yo, we were. Now you got the couches, the screaming. Yo, I just want to give it up to y'all too, man. Give y'all flowers while y'all here for the thank you. the hard work and dedication, man. So thank you, I'm thank blessed. You. Let's get it. Now, I understand. Rod was here when we were sneaking yeah. in the college campuses to record. Yeah, oh, we was breaking in. We was breaking in to record. Like we didn't even have access. The door slammed because it locked and you locked out. Yeah, it's shady. It was a shady setup. Up, yeah, hey man, we, we had to pay our dues, bro. We had to pay our dues. Yeah, yeah but it's a beautiful thing that all four yeah. of us collectively can be here and uh, all see like the journey and the progression. And like mm -hmm. when Ramel walked through the door, I was like, damn. Y'all smell that? Money. Smell like money. <laughs> <laughs> like the fresh $100 bills, the blue ones. Mm -hmm. So Need to Know Family, y'all in store for a really, really dope episode. Please pick up all the gems that you can. Uh, again, it's not every day that you meet anybody who's under 30 and can say that they sold property for $1.2 million uh, by the age of 29 years old. I know he came here to drop some gems. I know you got an event that you're also promoting. Mm -hmm. We did speak about that on a previous episode. But for anybody who did forget, uh, he's hosting uh, an exclusive movie premiere. It only has 50 spots available to the public. Mm -hmm. For the first 10 people to register, you will receive a free business credit building ebook. Come on. So make sure you guys text Mogul Film at 347. 429-6496 to register your spot today. Mm -hmm. yeah. My brother, I'm going to clear the floor for you <laughs> and just kind of let us know what that event is about, uh, you know, what people can look forward to with your ebook and how you got to where you are today in your, uh, your, your story. Absolutely, absolutely. So November 13th, I will be exclusively premiering my new film, Making of a Mogul Road to a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. Road to a Multi-Million Dollar Real Estate Empire. So as y'all know, I was here... Episode 3, 2018, I've been building out this foundation for like seven years now. Yeah. And one thing I realized, a lot of people, they show you the end result. Yeah, I bought this property. I built this business. Even, y'all, you see the podcast, they see the end result. Y'all showed me the back end on the systems, how he got it edited right. so fast. Like, yeah. right. a lot of people don't see the results. I mean, don't see the steps. Yeah. Like, the step-by-step -step process. So, mm. for me, I was like, how could I showcase what it really takes to build an empire How do you mm. build your team How do you go about Working with contractors right. How do you even get, Change your mindset First off mm. right? How do you even Make a decision mm. To commit to doing Something that's gonna Change your life So ultimately This film is me Going back And highlighting The steps of You know What it took for me 
to be able to go out there and, and change my life. Gotcha. And I'm, and I'm glad you, I'm gotcha. glad you chose art to mm-hmm. kind of depict that, right? Because yeah. sometimes trying to get people to show them what could get them more money, mm-hmm. kind of have people on the ropes, right? I know you're used to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think a film does for people? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's showing it's real life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm no different from you. You go online, you see a lot of people as gurus. Everybody telling you what they can and what you can't do. Mm-hmm. The difference is, I'm gonna show you for real, for real. You going when you see it's real life, me working and inspiring and putting money in people's pockets, fifty yeah. thousand, hundred thousand, we closing deals. Like I really want you to see it. Mm-hmm. And and the problem is, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, in the hood, any in the cities, when we don't see something, we don't believe it. Mm, right. We gotta have that representation. I always say it. I could go out there and build the bag and make the money, and I don't have to tell nobody nothing because in real estate is millions. Of people that make millions and you don't even know them. Mm-hmm. They behind the scenes, they calling shots, mm-hmm. right? You see these big buildings, you don't even know who the person that owned that building, right. right? Yeah. And that's why we don't believe we can do it because we don't see people right. showing us. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like it was my mission right. to put it in a film, right? Where most of us, we like film, we creative, and mm-hmm. put it in a package it. where I could deliver it to my people the right way. Because I always say, you got to mix the Henny with the medicine, right? Right, mm-hmm. right, So we, right. we like Henny. <laughs> Let right. me drop a little bit of medicine in there with so it. you can right. get it. So the that. film is the, is the Hennessy, but the gems and everything that you're going to get is the medicine mm-hmm. so we right. can really wake up and understand we could do it too. Right. I want to go back a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. There's two things that you said, and I was like, damn. I, I, I resonate with that. And then the other one is like, hey, this may be a little bit grand for some people to kind of grasp. So the first yeah. thing I want to uh, talk to you about is mindset. Mm-hmm. You said you had to change your mindset. You said, hey, my ebook, um, this this movie that I have, it's about molding and cultivating a different mindset. Uh, what was the moment for you when you was like, hey, look, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm growing up. I'm probably in the trenches. I'm doing what I got to do. I remember in our first episode, you said you uh, went to school in Albany. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all similar kind of story to, you know, what we have personally on this pod. Right. And I'm sure a lot of people that are listening. Uh, but what was it that said, you know what? I want to change my mindset. I want to take this serious. You know, before we talk about one, two, 1.2 million, yeah, yeah. we had to talk about a flip of 7,000. We had to talk about a flip of 700. Mm-hmm. You know, before we can get to those large numbers of 50,000, mm-hmm. how do we kind of get to where you are today when it comes to just the mindset? Yeah, um, that's a great question. It was is a process. It's nothing that happened overnight. So growing up, like my mom, she was an entrepreneur. She had her own production company. So I seen right. how she moved around. She mm-hmm. put money in people's pockets, the Louis Vuitton boots, the right. the, the expedition, the new cars, mm-hmm. Lexus. I'm like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's doing, <laughs> but I want that. And it looks legal. I know and how old legal. you are by you saying expedition, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was a car. That was a car. It was. Right. So I, I was inspired by it, right? But I didn't have the blueprint, right? I still right. got to connect the dots. Uh, my dad, he was also an entrepreneur, but he worked full time. So I see my mom, entrepreneur, and my dad working. I'm like, damn, what do I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm in Brooklyn at the end of the day, right. so you get distracted, right? I, you know, I got a decent household, but you go outside, you it's a different it's ball game. You and Dev, Dev is also from Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go. Oh, damn. I forgot. Y'all from LA, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We 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 are not from Brooklyn. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Regardless, any any city, any yeah. any any uh-huh. neighborhood. Neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. You go outside, it's a different environment there. Right, you got the gangsters, you got the yeah. drug dealers, right. you got everybody doing different things. So right. I end up getting caught up in certain things. So I, basketball was my first dream. Like everybody, right? We want to go to the NBA. <laughs> Yo, you Brooklyn niggas love basketball. Yeah. Yo, yeah, I got to give it to you guys. Yeah. Well, I, let me preface this with something. So the reason why we talked about basketball was like, 
we lived in Brooklyn mm-hmm. around a certain time yeah. where mm-hmm. if your mother didn't allow you to wear certain colors because she knew what neighborhood you was from. So she said either you banging or you playing basketball. Playing basketball was a way to get to know all the niggas in your community. Facts. So that, when you say that, I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm, we're not lying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I no, completely understand. I know you're understand. not lying, but right. the fact that you two never met, right? But y'all right. both been on the podcast. Y'all both told y'all story. Right. And basketball was a big part of Devon Terrell's story. Right. Right? He's going on to become an artist, an entrepreneur, and have this amazing studio. But he always said, like, yo, I knew all the hood niggas, but I didn't have to subscribe to that lifestyle. Absolutely I didn't have to not. sell drugs. No. Like, Basketball was my escape it So was. I know I make a joke about Yo Brooklyn niggas loving basketball right. But it seems like it, Basketball it almost kind of like Y'all not in the NBA But it changed And yeah. saved it helped. your life it helped, helped your life yeah. It looks like an out right yeah. It is now. It is now. And it's a way to connect It's a way for everybody to be on Whether you're gang banging In school Smart blah blah it was, a, it, was a, it was the one place Where we got to know each other And got cool It's the one place So you yeah. got fouled too hard yeah. <laughs> and then it was a problem. I can yeah, and then you just you gonna air this part out. You just gotta go. Yeah, yeah, you know who to let it go with let too. Go. Yeah. Like yo, you having a bad day, bro? It's all good. Yeah, it's, 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 but it's like rough growing up, right? But you gotta find a way to kind of escape that path. So basketball is that outlet. Like, no, right. if you a ball player. Everybody gonna let you ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna go play ball, and right. plus that's all we see. Right, right. I, I wanted to be Allen Iverson. Hey, mm-hmm. facts. Nah, I didn't. I was. I didn't have the best jump shot. Wasn't the fastest. So right. I got cut from my my high school team. Uh-huh. My dreams was killed on that. Right. Right. The next thing right. I started doing was rapping. Mm-hmm. Right, that's how we do. Right, I'm yeah. a, I'm I'm gonna yeah. play ball. We all got the same trajectory. Yeah. I'm gonna go rap. Yeah, yeah. So I'm rapping. Right, right. Me and my brother right there, we doing videos uh-huh. on YouTube. It's right. like I wow. get no traction, no wow. views, not popping, not lit. It's not right. happening. Right. Right? right, Um, so from that, you know what we do next? Uh-huh. We start trapping. Of course, that's of course. what I got into. Every, so from from ball playing, rapping, trapping, right, and that's all I knew or right. thought that I can do and be, right. Now we all and you know, right? Mm-hmm. All of us know. Mm-hmm. We all want to be great. Like, right. I, I want to have the best girls. Mm-hmm. I want to have the fastest car. <laughs> I still yeah. want the all this. So we all want to be great. <laughs> we just don't know how to get there. Right. Yeah. right so right. we think being great is either being a rapper, ball player, or the biggest drug dealer ever. Right. right? So bag. that was my mindset. Right. I knew I wanted to be great. I don't know how I'm gonna get there. Right. Mm-hmm. But this is how I got to the mindset piece that you asked, right? right? I, w- I went away to college, first generation college student, you know, trying to figure something new out. He's right. like, Always. nobody else made it. Yo ass wanted to do something. something. Yeah. Right, 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 <laughs> you ain't right, right. gonna stay here. You know right. what I mean? You gonna have to go. Right. Yeah. But I brought the Brooklyn mentality to campus. Right. So I'm hustling, I'm selling weed and all mm. that on campus, right. thinking like, I'm from Brooklyn. Y'all, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Right. But then I, I got arrested on campus. The okay. first first two months in. Right. RA came, knocking doors, smelling. We was, we was reckless. We was yeah. yeah. But anyway, Got arrested on campus, uh-huh. and that it was kicking me out of school. Right, um, they you was in power. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said he was Tariq. Every time I see, every time I see Tariq, I'm like, yo, he, he trying to mimic my life. <laughs> yo, <laughs> Tariq, that's mad funny. But for real, like, okay, no, for real, yeah. Yeah. it's a common that's story, man. All this time, I thought that was your storyline, my nigga. Damn, Alex is Tariq. <laughs> this is the real storyline, like the <laughs> origin. Okay, so like, all right, this is what changed my life, right? Uh-huh. They said, listen, um, you're going to be on terminal probation, okay. which means you can't get in trouble ever again on this campus, mm-hmm, right? right? But before I was able to get that get that um, decision, uh-huh. the president of the university was a black man. So mm-hmm. it was a two-week period oh. where I had a hearing where they was going to decide what was going to happen. Yes. To me, right? right. So I went to the hearing, and it's just crazy. It was a movie because the chair was turned back. Like, I just seen the back of the chair. Right. And then the chair turned, it was a black man. Oh, my God. And I'm telling him my story, what happened. He said, listen... No, we're gonna give you another opportunity. Wow. I don't want to see you back in this office again. Make sure you clean. And that really changed my life. I gotta do something different. Why do we I, have I got the an opportunity? Same story? 
I'm changing my life. I'm going to go back home and look at my family and say, yeah. right. what am I doing here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> at that point, it's like, what can I do next? Like, of course. That is insane. That's that's Dev, do you want to, you know what's funny, Rob? <laughs> Dev went through the similar <laughs> thing. <laughs> so I got fired yeah. from, so I was an RA. <laughs> okay. And I got fired. I was doing mad shit to make money. Just mm-hmm. like same thing. Like mm-hmm. it, everything was falling through. Yeah. And I got fired from my RA job mm-hmm. and it was a it was a scary time because it was like okay well you get free room and board mm-hmm. so I had to figure out how to pay for college so okay. I was stuck right there and fuck but I got a second chance as far as like okay I'm I, I'm able to stay here and I'll stop there because I want to hear you yeah, I don't want to yeah, I want to yeah, hear yeah. the rest of how that progression kind of got led you to where you are okay so that's crazy and this is why this is important what we're doing because right. my story is not unique. Most we all going through right you know in what some saying? form, right. in some right. way, right. fashion. But right. the yeah. only difference, I always say, you got to make a decision to do something different. Right, that's it. So, right, right. You know, I got the decision. They said, "Listen, you, you know, you got to figure something else. So you're gonna be able to stay on campus." Uh-huh. I went back to my dorm room. Uh-huh. I'm on YouTube. Notification popped up on the side. You know, the notification on YouTube. It said three time felon turned real estate mogul. Right. So like, what the hell? That shit sound like that got I'm, you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, for real. Like that got like, you. Who the hell are you? A three-time felon turned real estate mogul. Yeah. So I clicked the video. Right. And it was a king named Jay Morrison. He was teaching real estate, Morris. talking about yo, you know, wake up, all this stuff. We mm-hmm. can go out there, and become more financially aware. Right. So I see myself for him at that time. Like if right. he could do it, I could go do it. Oh, right. And that was it. Like, I had to see representation of somebody else doing it. Right. So I started doing my research, started you know paying for classes and courses. And right. I just n- never quit. And so you I'm never quit. Going. But see, wow. even the, the paying for courses, et cetera, like that's mm-hmm. even a, a thing most people don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So the courses... Do you feel like you take one course and you're good to go? Or like, yeah. How, how does that work in this field? You never stop yeah. learning. Like, right. Even to today, I, I, I just paid 30000 for a mentorship. And I and I feel like I got it, but this is how I paid 30000 for the mentorship. I'm on the phone and you got to do an intake process interviewing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, yeah, you know, I got a $2 million line of credit and this and that. I'm thinking I'm like big. I'm thinking yeah. I'm hype talking to them. Like, right. you got two? Yeah, you need twenty million. Like, what you doing here? Wait, 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 wait. What you doing? Wait, 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 So somebody told you in a serious tone of voice that you need twenty million dollars worth of credit. Yes. Yes. At that I was like, what? Cause I amongst my peers, I'm I'm excited. I'm thinking I'm talking right. I'm highlighting my I got two million on the credit. Okay, you need twenty. Wow. And at that point, I realized it's always new levels. It's always new yeah. levels. If I'm, I mm-hmm. always got to continuously of never be the smartest person in the room. Right. Never. If you're the smartest person in the room, that's a problem. In the right. wrong room. So that's why, you know, as far as courses, you always want to continuously invest in learning. Is it worth it, though? Do you feel like paying 30000 for something that you may be able to Google is <laughs> worth it? Hmm. <laughs> See, Google take you but so far. Mm. Okay. Like, mm. uh, I'm be honest, a lot of this stuff you could go on YouTube and go just really connect the dots. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> but you got to be a certain type of person to really connect the dots. Plus, yeah. you're going to make mistakes too. Yeah. yeah. And I learned that the hard way. I lost 15000 on the deal one time just because I wasn't reading the paperwork the right way. Uh-huh. How do you feel playing with oh. these kind of numbers and losing those? Uh, that amount of money Cause I don't think it takes A rocket scientist <laughs> No Nah but Alright so For yeah. me right yeah, I always yeah. tell y'all niggas I know my strengths I know my weaknesses okay. yeah, yeah. Me and Alex We got into this podcast thing I said yo bro I'm gonna make sure Everything is always good yeah. The only thing I need you To take care of Is the back end finance Okay <laughs> Right If yeah. not 
You and me are gonna be sitting in a cell together because Uncle Sam going to is Rikers. coming. You yeah. said Rikers only got you know yeah. not a lot of people. Nah, I ain't going there. So I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. I right. know how to make money. Right? That's that's my thank God. That's my gift. But yeah. right. there's levels to making money, that's as right. we just heard. Right. So for you to say, "Yo, I lost fifteen thousand, but I'm still here," mm-hmm. I took that and I leveled up, and now I have a course and I could talk about it. I don't know if I could lose 15000 and still have that passion that to put, you know what I'm saying? I lose 15000 I'm getting it back. And I'm never, no, I'm serious. I'm going to go get it back and I'm going to sit on it. <laughs> no, you could. You could lose 15000 You know why? Because you never know how strong you are until being strong is your only option. Mm-hmm. When you when your back put against the wall and Ooh. you know this is your life here, mm-hmm. this is how you're going to feed your family or this is how you're going to be able to be the one that break the curse. Like, yeah, I, it ain't no, it ain't no, I, I got to win. You know what I'm saying? So when I lost 15,000, it was like, okay, I lost, right? But I know I'm next to my win. Because mm-hmm. pain is connected to joy. Mm-hmm. When you go through pain, when you lose, you know you're about to win. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. Like, even right now, I got this big movie premiere. I'm, I got anxiety. Like, is this mm-hmm. going to be what it is? But right. I know pain is connected to joy. If I'm putting in the work, it's like going to the gym. Right. You putting in that work. You lifting those weights, right? Yeah. That's, that hurt. Yeah. But you know you gaining muscle. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at every single thing is a lesson. It's not no It's loss. funny. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. I, I just said that the other day. Yeah. I was talking to somebody. I said, yo, I, don't, I haven't taken an L in my life. I've never taken mm-hmm. an L. You know why? Mm-hmm. The L for me doesn't stand for a loss. It stands for lesson. Yeah. So anytime you yeah. might consider an L a loss, right. for me, yo, you got to flip that to a lesson. Yeah, You sure. know what I'm saying? So I, I have that same kind of mentality yeah. and I salute you. And it shows. Mm-hmm. And it shows. And all that you do and uh, ebook, you're doing like, come on, who, 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 even thinks to do this at this point in their career you know what i'm saying like yeah. you have so many other things going on uh talk about the ebook a little bit so i have a book that i wrote um it's actually in 2019 i have another book i'm going to be a two-time author that's oh, going to be dropping on, november 13th at the premiere and stuff like that thank you thank you thank you need that this that's book is king. called um, unlocking the boss code uh-huh. right so it's five steps on how you could become your own boss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i documented my journey you know i i feel like I had the traditional route, like most people, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I sold drugs, but I wasn't Big Meech, right? right? right. I was just yeah. trying to hustle. You just trying to get, you just trying to get some change. I get go to the college party. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yes, yes. Bill. that's it. we all did that. Um, but as I said, we like, all I think did. we've all done that. We've all done that. So now, um, I graduated college, got right. my degree, and I went into the corporate world. I started working for Pepsi Beverages Company as a sales rep. So you know the, the gas stations, the grocery stores. I was in there four in the morning, filling up shelves, cold as hell. Right, that was right. me in there. Right, but I had to plan on how I was was going to become my own boss and break free. Right, right. And the mindset that I had is like, I'm not working for y'all. Y'all working for me. Right. I had to look at it differently. So every time I went into the office, I'm saying, how could I make sure that you are going to help fund my dreams? Right. So mm. every single day I go in there, mm. I'm getting you know my W two income, my checks. I'm saving. I'm right. going to buy houses now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you working for me I ain't working for you So right. I just put these things In the book And step by step On how The, the average person Who at that 9 to 5 uh-huh. When you stuck And you trying to figure out How do I break free uh-huh. You follow these steps You gotta have a vision You gotta set expectations right. You need to have a plan Be right. disciplined that, That's yeah. it A lot of people Don't even be disciplined mm-hmm. So you know I put it in the book Because I wanted to share These experiences And um, ultimately you know, give back. That's what it's about. And that's like a more general, I guess, uh, code, mm-hmm. right? For mm-hmm. like any facet of anyone's life, right? Whatever you're trying to do. Whatever you're trying to do. Okay, like a tense, like a plan for that. Exactly. Hmm. Tell me about your day-to-day because I want people to really understand what it is you do on a day-in mm-hmm. and day-out basis, week-to-week, yeah. month-to-month. Let's go. 
Yeah, so my my day to day, um, it varies, right? But ultimately, real estate is the foundation of my business. So I have a credit right. business, we got a production company, different different things we do. But when I right. wake up Monday morning, the first thing I do, I'm I'm praying. I'm gonna make sure I'm spiritually aligned. Yeah. That's really where I'm at nice. because of the mindset. You got to be ready. Okay. Got to make sure you get you know do some push ups at the gym if I could do what I got to do right. Mm -hmm. um, then we having team meetings first thing in the morning. Okay. So Mondays we having team meetings. Make sure everybody know their sales goals. Mm -hmm. Everyone know what they need to accomplish. You know, making sure I have that leadership skill, right? Getting right. with my team, making sure we know what we need to do. Right. Um, from th from that point on, I may go on some property appointments where mm -hmm. it may be some new deals that I'm going to look at and make sure it's something that we could take on. Right. Um, from from that point on, is, um, you know, I have my coaching classes, so I have students and things like that. So I have appointments throughout the day, and I'll be right. coaching people, and right. giving them the blueprint. That's truly what my day is about: is just kind of managing and helping and supporting others because. I've put myself in a position where I have systems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I say systems, it stands for saving yourself significant time, energy, and money. Uh -huh. And that's the difference. You know, a lot of people, they, they call themselves entrepreneurs, but they're really just hustling. Mm -hmm. Like a hustler, you could get money. Right. Mm -hmm. But an entrepreneur, you got a real business, a real mm -hmm. system that you could walk away from, and now you're able to empower people. Right. And it, it really, honestly, be, because I have these things in place, my, my days kind of vary. Like wherever I'm, whatever is the, the demand for that, that's what uh -huh. we're doing. So all this week, I just been filming for the film, you know. So I have a question. We can kind of yeah. switch gears a little bit, get a little bit more intricate into yeah. exactly what you know what you do. Yeah. When you are approaching a property, what is something that you're looking for from that property? And when I ask you that, I'm also asking you: Are you a person that flips houses, meaning that you invest, you buy a house, clean it out, uh, add value to it, and then flip it? Like, what is your? I don't want to say scheme. That sounds niche, weird. Niche, but yeah. what is right? Like, what wow. is your deal? Is Business it foreclosures? Model. Is it short lit? Like, what is kind of your like main forte? You would say that you kind of like go for as far as approaching a property. Absolutely. Uh -huh. So I'm a commercial real estate investor. So okay. It's residential and commercial. Residential is your single families, two family, three family, smaller um, um houses, right? Right. I purchase apartment buildings. So you're talking five plus units, 10 units, uh -huh. 20 units, storefront, storage units. That's my lane. Got so you. When I'm looking at a property, number th one thing I want to look at is location. Mm -hmm. Where is this located? Mm -hmm. Because if you buy right in the right area, you set. You buy now, you know, five years from now, it's going to be insane. So I'm looking at the location. Okay. Number two is how fast am I going to get my money back? Uh -huh. So if I need to put out $100,000... How long is it going to take for me to get that $100,000 back mm -hmm. to where I'm profiting? Gotcha. Now, that 100000 right? Because I mm -hmm. do want people to understand this. I just learned this recently. Not yeah. all of the times when you're purchasing these buildings that you're using your own money, per se. I never use my own money. I was going to ask you that yeah. next. I'm like, you're not yeah. touching a, no, none of your own money. That's mm -hmm. what we teach. So, the, the name of um, my book that's coming out November 13th is Learn How to Purchase Your First Apartment Building with No Money Down Strategies. Uh -huh. mm. And that's why I love Amazing. it because we think we walk around and we see these bigger buildings and mm -hmm. apartments and complexes. We never not for, for one second stop and think, can I own that? Not for one second. We don't no. think. Seems yeah. out of your, seems out of your reach. Yeah. When we say our block, we mean like, damn, we're renting yeah. this one room in a block. That's yeah. it. It's not our block. Yeah. It's not our building. It's not yeah. our house. It's not right. our home. It's right. a, a it's a place to station, mm -hmm. to reset, to recharge. Right. And then most of us are going back in the world to work for somebody else. Yeah. Right. We don't believe we can do it because we don't know. Right? Right. So I'll break down just a few strategies right now. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the strategies is called seller financing. Okay. So seller financing is essentially where you go and you get a property. So I, I, I'll break it down a little first. Say it's a 10-unit apartment building. Uh -huh. right? You can reach out to that homeowner, right? And the homeowner may say, or the landlord may say, mm -hmm. 
I need $2 million for it. For, uh, matter of fact, I'll tell you, I, I just left from a deal. Me and my brother, eight-unit apartment building in Brooklyn, Best Stop. Uh -huh, okay. The guy's asking for $3 million. We just walked through it just now. Right. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to propose to him is say, Mr. Landlord, I know you went $3,000, right? Mm -hmm. How about you give me 24 months to pay you back, right? Let's create a contract. I'll mm -hmm. take control of the property. Give me 24 months. I'll pay you that $3 million. Matter of fact, I'll pay you $3.3 million. Mm -hmm. I'll give you $300,000 mm -hmm. more right. for allowing me to do this in 24 months. Right. So now I get control of the property. I put no money out of my pocket. Now I need to force the value of that building, mm -hmm. right? That's why I love commercial real estate because if the property is bringing in money, it increases the value. Right. right. So now I need, we need a million dollars actually to, to renovate this entire apartment. Right. Eight unit apartment building. We're going to break it down and turn it to 16 apartments, right? Right. Okay. Now with the million dollars, we go and get a rehab loan from another bank. Mm. So I got the seller that's going to give me the property, give me control of the property. I'll pay him back in 24 months mm -hmm. with interest. Right. Now I'm going to go to my lending, my, my banker, uh -huh. and say, listen, I need a million dollar loan. What do I need to get it? Right. I got collateral because I own other properties. Gotcha. So they're going to say, listen, I'm going to give you that million dollar loan. And your collateral is if you don't pay me, I'm going to go take these over here. Right. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. Right. You, you know, give me yeah. the million. I'm good. Right. Yeah. And now I just Safe. went in there. I got all the money. Mm -hmm. Well, I got the million dollars. I'm going to go fix up the property. Right. right. And a year from now, that same property is going to be worth $7 million. Right. So now that it's worth $7 million, I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to do what they call a cash out refinance so I can pull out 80% of that money. Right. And so that, that is like, cash out I think that's like, wow. four, I don't even know, that's like $4 million or something like right. that. But I'll take pull that the equity out, right. and I'll pay off the, the, the seller, uh -huh. the agreement, right. and now I just got a loan with the bank of mortgage, I hold the property as mine. And then call it a day. And no money out of my pocket. No money at your pocket, that's is it. Is there anxiety having to pay these large amounts of money back? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Headlines. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I, imagine. Imagine. I need to hear that yeah. come from you because yeah. you make it sound so easy. Yeah. And, and people listening, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, I go to the bank and just get a million dollars. But it's like, no fam, he has to pay. Right. He said he was in debt a yeah. million dollars. Yeah. Right. Like, fuck the fact that he had a million dollars. Right. Yeah. He has to that's make sure money. he right. pays yeah, that, that million dollars right. back. Yeah. Right. So that's why it's important for me to just yeah. ask, like, what are some of the stresses that come with that? Yeah. Like, right. is it always, you know what, I know I'm going to flip this. Mm -hmm. Is it dealing with people? Because at the end of the day, we're still dealing with people. Mm -hmm. So people not paying their rent. Mm -hmm. People falling through on the contracts when doing these renovations. Like, uh -huh. what are some of the anxieties that you deal with when you take on a project like the one you explained? Yeah, I have a lot of anxiety. That's the one thing, man, about you know entrepreneurship. And y'all probably have it too as high level performers. Mm -hmm. All right, damn, how is this gonna work? We right. doing all that. Like, yeah. We just have this anxiety. Um, but for me, I rely on my work ethic. Right. Right. If I know that I'm putting in the work, I know these strategies because I've done it time and time again. Right. It's right. proven. Right. I'm just gonna rely on the fact that I'm gonna go. Super I'm gonna hard. go right. Nobody gonna stop me. Right. And whatever happens, happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um. So. Yeah. so now that we know about the commercial real estate stuff, mm -hmm. how did the pandemic treat you when it came to commercial real estate? Because as a person that has rent, I rent commercial real estate, mm -hmm. right? For instance, like, mm -hmm. so how was that? Because from my perspective, I did see a price drop and it was like a gold mine for me as a, as a buyer to mm -hmm. be like, holy crap, like it's cheaper right now because of people crossing over to Zoom and people moving more to the suburbs. How did that affect you? in that regard and was it were there negatives were there positive like kind of tell me that experience as far as how the pandemic treated your business from a absolutely, commercial real estate absolutely so the pandemic it um helped and it hurt okay right so it helped because properties for like commercial retail space right you were getting them at a deal right right business if you're not an essential business you mm -hmm. shut down you can get out of deal so for me it's, you have to have right. the cash reserves to sit on it like buy it right. and know that all right 
Later on, when everything get better, right. now I'm going to get my W. Right. But in the moment of it, it's like, damn, I'm hurting, right? right? So right. that's that's the commercial space from like a retail store or a clothing store, um, barbershop, stuff like that, right? right, right. But the apartment buildings, right? Uh-huh. We were winning, killing it in apartment buildings mm, right got now. Got you. And the reason why we were killing it in apartment building game is because... A lot of people who was looking to go out there and buy houses, like single family houses, and uh-huh. get their dream home. Yeah. Pandemic happened in. Let me not do buy that right now. Let right me hold now, off. Me, uh, uh-huh. I got to go rent an apartment. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? You got uh-huh. people who uh-huh. getting evicted and stuff like that. They need to go find places to stay. I'm the person who gives the the opportunity for you to rent here. Right? Right. So now the 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 supply is low, the demand is high. Uh-huh. We overcharging on rent. Right. Doing bidding wars. Right. Right here to rent be. Three thousand dollars, right. right? And it's really typically two, right. but you can charge that because nobody have these rental units. Sure, show. you might um, fuck around yeah. and own my building, nigga. Damn, those rent <laughs> prices. The yeah, fuck, yeah. three thousand for? Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me go see. That helps a lot. Yeah, owner, that's my building. This is. helps yeah. a lot because a lot of people were trying to understand why rent increased during the pandemic. Absolutely, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, in LA, everywhere, this mm-hmm. was everywhere happening. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. to hear that perspective is just like, yeah, that was what, what was going on. Yeah. Um, in the midst of that, that's amazing. That's interesting. I, I'm, I love. That we're having this conversation yeah, Because I, I feel like We don't get a chance To really have yeah. This kind of talk And I feel like A lot of people Don't even understand That that commercial space at all it's Or just a thing Yeah like it's a yeah. really Really big thing But um I, I know, Oh yeah. my fault No no no, no. Sure. Go ahead No no go ahead I know there's a lot of people Listening right now Like yo Ra I'm seeing the book You know I'm still A little scared My credit is crazy Like that yeah. Best Buy loan I fucked up yeah. How quickly <laughs> That Best Buy <laughs> That Best Buy That <laughs> Discover <laughs> shit yeah. no, That Discover kicking my ass Ra but I want to get a building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How quickly do you think an individual can really turn their credit around? How long do you think that could take? Good question. It all depends on yeah. their credit situation. Everybody's credit situation. You might have bankruptcy. You might have car sure. repos on there. Mm-hmm. So that's going to take you 12 months, 24 months. Just to clear. Just to clear that up. Right. But if you got to discover collection, you're talking about 45 days. Right. Really? It's, it- it's strategies. You. I- Listen, man, this is why I feel this is so important. You teach this, right? You teach teach this. this. You have a course. You have a class. I I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love to give out the game because these are the strategies that all the wealthy people have been doing forever. We just didn't know. We didn't know that we could do these type of things Mm -hmm. and how it works, right? People don't even understand that the credit bureaus have a deadline on when they're supposed to respond back to a dispute, right? Mm-hmm. So you could dispute anything on your credit, mm-hmm. and if they can't verify within 30 to 45 days, uh-huh. they by law, you have to remove it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But people don't have the dispute letters. In the dispute letters, you got the verbiage, right. according to FTC, everything. It has everything that we give, right? Right. right. But we just call, we, we don't even know that we could just call them up over the phone and dispute. Right. Most of us in our community, we get a collection or a late payment. It's just like, damn. We, uh, yep. I'll take the L. I'll take the L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we just take the L. Pick up the phone. Talk, say, yo, remove this. This ain't mine. I'm disputing it. Right. Give, your, yeah. ch- give yourself a chance to fight it. Right. And then you'll see. Right. I had light bills on my credit when I was in college because, you know, we roommates. Of course. I had oh it in my God. I had it in my name. Yeah. yeah. Of I was That's a fool. Go. Facts. Yeah. I messed I up. I wish like I it. didn't do that. Oh, yeah. We can put it in my name, guys. Like, messed up. Yeah. I fucked up 10 years later. Name. And that's how I actually got into the credit space as far as you know repairing because mm, yeah. I had this light bill that was on my credit because mm. I moved out and I let them continuously keep the apartment oh and think that I was going to pay it. Right. I would never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> no. Facts, but no. I had to dispute it. You know, right. so I was Googling, sending letters, right. and calling, and I ended up getting it removed. And right. I'm like, all right. All right. It's a way to do it. I can it's do it. It's a way to do right. it that. Yeah. We don't believe until we actually see it or yeah, do it. Absolutely. I want to go back to what you said about people mm-hmm. or just, you know, um, 
there's there's ways to go about the finance industry and mm-hmm. navigating in this space that mm-hmm. we just aren't taught, that we just aren't known, or yeah. people just don't tell us about, yeah. right? For you, yeah. young black mogul, mm-hmm. you walk into a room. Most of these people, they don't look like us. I don't know what they look like, but I can guarantee you they don't look like the niggas on this couch. It looks like a, it looks like a panel, right? So you have these conversations and you're throwing out these numbers. How often, right? And let me tell you a story. So I just got my first apartment. I don't own that shit, right? I just got my first apartment uh, last year. And when I moved in, I checked off everything. I had the income. I had the credit. Mm -hmm. I had everything that I needed. But it was a hassle for me to get in this apartment. Mm -hmm. It's on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. It's in a good neighborhood. White people, Jewish people, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, young black kid. I don't have a W-2. Because I work for myself, right? So now I got to provide all this income. I'm getting it. I'm getting the letters I need. I'm sending them banks. I've checked every single box, right? Right. But it was still a problem for me to get into this apartment complex. For you, somebody trying to buy these things, I can imagine that there's some kind of obstacles that you face being young and black off rip. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that at all? Of course, man. Um, that's the one of the things that motivate me the most. Mm-hmm. Cause I got something to prove. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like when I walk in, they see he young, black, and like they don't they don't even think you credible. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So I come professional. Mm-hmm. I make sure I have everything laid out. So even with my lending institutions, right, mm-hmm. this is what I do, and it's a gem. I teach all my students. You want to get a PowerPoint presentation. Mm. Right? Most people not doing that. Not right. You get a PowerPoint presentation. You put your picture, your, your name of your company, what's your ten year plan, what have you done. You just kind of have a roadmap of who you are, right? Right. And you go to the bank, and then you request to have a meeting with a banker at the bank, and then you pull up a PowerPoint presentation and you present to them. Right. Who's doing that? Right. That's yeah. what's going to yeah. separate you. So I, I've done these things, and now I got bankers that they know my plans. I, when I get a deal, all I got to do is make the phone call and they connect. Mm-hmm. You made the you yeah. made the relationship exactly. Right. So you have to go. Out and um, above and beyond, it really separates yourself. So even when you're working with people that you're buying their properties from, mm. being a man of your word, you know, being respectable, right. uh, the way you dress, mm. we have to work extra hard. We just can't pull up no. in a right. hoodie yeah. and Jake like we want to. Right. Unfortunately, right. we yeah. have to work to a certain degree unless you right. once you get to the point where it's like people know you, and right? And you're, 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 you're yeah, right. But that's like why I focus on mindset. Yeah, right. yeah. that's why I, like Jake can do what he wants. Yeah, 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 that's why I focus on mindset because in the beginning, uh-huh. you have to be able to understand that, okay, in order for me to get to this place, there's some adjustments I need to make. Right. Mm-hmm. Most right. of us don't want to make adjustments. Absolutely. We don't want to put down the Hennessy, right? Stop mm-hmm. stop drinking. Mm-hmm. I know you drink either. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying- Shout out to the Hennessy. For, people, the for yeah. people that, yeah. you know, right. listen, it's- it's, it's things that we may have to sacrifice, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? It's thing, until you get to your goal, right? right? So I used to smoke. I don't smoke no more, but I used to smoke crazy in college, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But then I had to make a decision like, damn, I'm trying to get a job. I'm over here smoking, so I had to make a decision. Yeah. I got people that's trying to get jobs. I'm like, bro, you, you, what type of job you trying to get? Because yeah. right. <laughs> the, the job you try to get is going to drug test you, but yeah. you, you're, you're, you're yeah. pissed clean. Right. I mean, right. you're pissed dirty. Yeah. You got right. to call yeah. people to buy bo- bo- pills. Yeah. Like, yeah. your mindset ain't you there, bro. Let me shut up. The mindset ain't there. You got If you have a goal, the flush pill, have the mindset to know I'm going to make the decisions, the sacrifices until I get there. And once you're there, then you can have the luxury. Yeah, I can be myself. Yeah. But you got to go to the Sacrifice it. Yeah. You got to sacrifice. I totally understand it. That's, that's crazy. Do you feel like your friends understand what you do? Now they do. 
Now ain't they that do. a bitch? But it took the nigga to make two L's. It took the nigga to make fifty L's. Yeah, I don't understand. I bet you was probably flopping on a lot of club events, right? A lot of dinners, a lot of birthday trips. And I bring this shit up, bro, because I go through a lot of the same things, fam. And I'm like, yo, dog, if you really know what I'm out here trying to chase right now, how do you deal with that? Man, uh, so I I just had a conversation. One of my right hand men we went to college with. He did a six-year sentence, right, <laughs> on robbery. So when we was in college, I was the, you know, weed man. Right. He was the stick-up kid. Mm-hmm. Right. He was, so, a, he was a muscle. So he would go get the work. He'd <laughs> yeah, go get it. He'd be like, go, go sell it, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> sell, but I go, I go get it. Right. 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 So right. At, at one point, I had a conversation with him, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, yo, bro, once I seen that video on YouTube and all this stuff happened, I said, yo, we got to stop. We just go buy real estate. Yeah. I want to go buy means. Million dollar houses, we gonna make millions to go buy real estate. He looked at me and said, "Yo, bro, like you crazy, like uh-huh. you ain't Jesus. that's way you way above you ain't you yeah. you getting ahead of yourself, bro. Right. This is what I'm good at, right? Yeah. Right. So I stopped going out to the parties on Fridays. They started I, every Friday. I would wear a suit on campus, Ooh. hot as hell. People looking at me, what you doing? What's the boy doing? But mm. I'm like, I know where I'm going. Now. I had a decision. Right. I made it, mm-hmm. and I know where I wanted to be. Right. right. So everybody clowning me. But I'm wearing a suit. Right. I'm representing myself a certain way. Right. I'm studying. Mm-hmm. I'm in these classes. Mm-hmm. I'm investing. While y'all in the cl- partying in the club and all that, I'm going for these internships, right? right? And I started to separate my, myself. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say I just had a conversation with my bro on the phone yesterday. He coming home December 31st. And um, he was getting interviewed Amazing. for the, for the he going to be in the film, right? His, mm-hmm. you know, interview. Right. And they asked him, like, yo, like, um, my producer asked him, said, yo, what did you think when he first was telling you <laughs> Mm-hmm. That he wanted to go buy real estate and make millions in it. Right. He said, I thought he was fucking bugging. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was fucking bugging. You know? He said, but now I'm a believer because I see exactly what he did. And everything he said he was going to do, he he literally went out yeah. there and did. Right. And um, this is what I did. I had a, a meeting with all my f- in my brother's basement right there. Right. And I called all my friends. Like I said, yo, listen, mm-hmm. I need all y'all to come to this meeting. Mm. I had a PowerPoint presentation ready. This <laughs> right. was like eight years ago. Eight years ago. I invited like 20, 30 of my mans. Uh-huh. That's a lot only of nine people. people showed up, right. and only one is still rocking with me today. Mm. Uh, about right. The one person that's rocking with me today, his name is K. He got seven properties. He's on. He's a millionaire right now. You wouldn't. He wanted. He's humble. We didn't even talk about yeah. it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, for me, I had to go out there and show people better than I can tell them. Yeah, I, I, I walk around like I got something to prove right. every single day. So right. everybody that was looking like nah, 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 mm-hmm. nah, nah. Now they call me up, bro. You got to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fifteen hundred though. <laughs> get on my calendar. I'm right. sorry, I don't have time. Right. Now, now I got to move a certain way. You yeah. can't be mad. I or, get that. Or show up to a seminar where I'm giving free game. Right. 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 Now people entitled where they feel like they can just pick up the phone and try. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I got to treat it a certain way because I got to be. And in the beginning, I would give my time and energy because right. I got the love and the passion. Love. For me. Of course. But then I had to respect my own time. Of course. Mm, Absolutely. So to answer your question, the way I handle it is I give people what I can give them. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, invest in yourself the way I invested in myself. Right. That's it. I love that. What do you say to... Okay, so I feel like there's a stigma in the black community, right? Mm -hmm. Where black people will say to themselves, I don't want to take it alone. Why would I do that? I don't want to be in debt, right? And I always talk to those people and I always say... Well, if you're not willing to take the risk on yourself, then who who the hell is going to take the risk on you at, at all? How, what do you say to those people that are afraid to take out a student loan or afraid to take out any loan in general because they feel like debt is is the most, you know, is the worst thing in the world when they don't realize that these companies are built on debt. You know what you're I mean? Like everyone. Aren't you supposed to keep some debt? Right? It, I keep some debt. I, ha- I, yeah. I paid off 
a lot of my student loans, for instance. I paid off most of it, but I kept some of it on just on my credit just yes. to keep that account open just because my if I take that off and my, I know my history it'll hurt my history a little bit because mm -hmm. I never had credit cards like starting off the rip so what do you say to those people that look at as at debt as a negative thing as opposed to seeing the positive like in it like a loan for instance good question so for me I always, I look at it this way we we in a lose lose situation right? uh -huh. if you don't take out this debt like I I I tell people right what is it going to cost you if you don't do this? Mm. Like you don't take mm. out this debt. Right. You're still going to be broke. Right. Miserable. <laughs> right. In the hood. Stress. Right. Stress. Crazy. <laughs> what is the worst thing that can happen to you if you don't pay back this debt? What? Yeah. You get a collection? Right. Yeah. Right, right. They call right. you and say, where my money at? Right. right. Yeah. I'm right. used to people running out with guns. Yeah. yeah. Hello. I'm scared of these things. Yeah, I mean, like, so yeah. like, <laughs> the we, we got real threats. Right. What yeah, you worried yeah, about? Yeah, you know yeah. So it's a, it's a mindset thing. And then there's a difference between good debt and bad debt. Okay. So good debt is when you take out debt that's going to bring you more money than what mm -hmm. the debt is. Right. So that's why I love real estate because I could take out a loan of a million dollars if that is going to bring me back 1.5 right. or mm -hmm. 2. So right. now it's good debt because I'm making money on that debt. Right. right. So ultimately, you want to go out there and get debt Mm -hmm. Right and strategize. Don't right. go out there and get car loans that don't make sense. Right, right. right. You know, you know the difference. Right, bankrupt on them. And, and that's that's my that's what happens. So, right. So that's yeah. so you saying basically just to kind of clarify, like yeah. you're basically saying, listen, when you take on debt, basically invest that into an asset that's going to generate revenue. Right. Correct. Not like a car. A think about <laughs> it. A, a car. Mm -hmm. As soon as you drive it off, mm -hmm. the mileage is going up. Mm -hmm. You're losing assets. You're losing value on that yeah. piece of. Of that liability mm -hmm. right so it's like when you take your money you're putting into a house i think that kind of gives you a little bit more safety in the sense of this is so i'm putting something into this and it's generating this and you look at the long term of it and you're saying this is going to pay back my debt right like that's basically the situation right i got a homie right he's mm -hmm. almost he's near 30 mm -hmm. and we we're just having this conversation the other day he only has only had one credit card mm -hmm. I forgot what loan I was trying to get for. I really do forget. And they were asking for me to have more than one line of credit. Does that also apply in this field? Absolutely. So it's a, it's a lot, man, that you yeah. you need to know is a science to it. So it's called data points, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So when you apply for a loan, every lender that's going to approve you have certain data points that you need to hit. Mm -hmm. So at the very at a very minimum, banks and lenders need to see that you have five different revolving accounts. So a revolving account is a credit card, mm -hmm. like a revolving door. Mm -hmm. right. So you got $1,000, you spend it, you pay it off, you always have it. Right. You need to have five of those at a minimum. So the way the way they look at it is like, if you can manage five credit cards the right way, paying them on time, you're credible. Uh, One is easy. Right. That's like mm -hmm. if you you know I see. you, yes, you yes, yes. I know Savon you yeah. know Savon he know everybody if you got five people saying you good you, you good, good. You good. Right, but right. if it's one person it's like uh, might be a little shaky yeah, yeah. you pay right. them all like, I see. It's credibility to about it. yeah, yeah. To credibility it. So is not there right. credibility that's how you do right. it so like those, like those is what you call data points mm -hmm. and that's what I teach how to go out there and strategically build mm -hmm. your credit report to go out there and get approved because most of us applying mm -hmm. and don't know. The strategy behind applying, right. and we get denied, and we wondering why, right? Right, yep. right. That's 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 the place. That right. makes sense. I do want to switch gears a little bit, yeah. right? Because um, I know we speak about the business. That's mm -hmm. not. I know we throwing out a lot of numbers mm -hmm. and a lot of goals, and aspirations, and the mm -hmm. hunger, right? But there comes a moment where everybody goes. Everybody in the room goes home, right? Mm -hmm. They decompress. Mm -hmm. They sit down. Mm -hmm. 
They shower. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully. It's, it's time. Yeah, they shower. And if hopefully. they don't shower, hopefully you're not going to sleep with jeans on. Right? Mm-hmm. At tough. least you're in the comfort of oh, your home. At least you're in the comfort of your home. Okay, right? Bet. So for you, as somebody who is employing people, helping people build towards their goals, going towards your goals, all these moving parts, when it's time for all of that to turn off, mm-hmm. there has to be a personal aspect mm-hmm. to it. How do you have that balance? How do you find that work balance? Uh, what what is the vice outside of just the work ethic? Because I can relate to that, right? I don't. It's seven days a week for me. Mm-hmm. Seven days a week. I'm mm-hmm. calling Alex. I'm calling Pierre. I hit Devon. I don't stop, you mm-hmm. know. And nobody in this room or, or on this podcast right now stops. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact I could call him any given day. <laughs> yeah. Yo, bro, uh, I can hit you back real quick, and he's gonna hit me back. Mm-hmm. But it's because he's doing something else. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So. For you, what is that? When the lights go off in the office, how do you translate your mind and what do you put your energy towards and, and just decompress in your personal life? Got you. Um, so this is how I truly feel, man. Um, it's no real balance. For people that's hot, level performers and at different levels, you got to sacrifice something. It's not oh, a real yeah. balance. Like, let's think about Kobe Bryant. Like, he mm-hmm. works super hard, Joe. And these people have sacrificed time with family, yeah. sacrificed time to go to events. Like mm-hmm. people always say, so you got to find a balance. Balance is for people that is live mediocre. Be honest with you, that's how I look at mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. for me, it's about the communication. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm a new dad now. Congratulations, yo! Congrats. Clap it up, please, please, please. Congrats. Clap yeah. that up. That's a big yeah. thing. Big so congratulations. You know, when, I, when, I, when I when I when I go home, my lady is there, mm. and it's about communication. She know what I'm on. You got to be on the same page. Right. And we know all we got to do is sacrifice a year of our life mm-hmm. to spend the next 15 years the Very way true. we want it. Very true. So we got to grind now. <laughs> right. I need you to be locked in with me. Right. You know what I need to do. Right. Can I get a clip? Whoever's writing the show notes, make sure we get this clip. <laughs> like that, that's how we on it. Ain't no balance saying. right now. Right. That's how, we not balancing right. nothing right now, see, now. I'm in overdrive. Now I'm narcissistic right. when I say that, bro. <laughs> that's what they be saying, bro. Well, don't care. Yes. Well, don't care. Don't care. You can't. Just how he talking about all his mans that see them later. Oh, I get it now. Because how yeah. else could you do it? No it's one's, only seven yeah. days in the week. No one's going to see your vision, bro. And, and to be at that level that you want to be at, you yeah. have to outwork everybody. everybody. True. How can you outwork everybody if you mm-hmm. taking time? Right. You got to be in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're a black man. You know, you're, rock, you're, you're a black man or woman, <laughs> too. I, th- I think that is something to actually also, you know, throw into the thing. I feel like we as black people have to be extraordinary in mm-hmm. order to excel in certain mm-hmm. rooms, especially when you got to put on a suit. When a black man pull up in a suit, woman, too, it's... There's something about that that mm-hmm. I just feel like we have to work. We have to be even even mm-hmm. smarter, even faster, even mm-hmm. stronger than the average person in order to get someone on that other side of that table to kind of allow us into that space. Right. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like that. So when, they, when you say that and when you say, yo... I love to wear my hoodie. I love it, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, you know that you're in a certain war. This is a culture that you're joining, you know what I mean, as a part of. And you just have to assimilate to that culture. And then when you got your stuff, you could be a Jay-Z. You could walk. You could do whatever you want. You know what I mean? But you sacrifice. So I, I do love that. And I want to make sure I galvanize that moment, like Absolutely. as far as sacrificing. Because I think that goes over a lot of people's head when we talk about this type of stuff. Like no one wants to sacrifice anything. Anything. <laughs> and then when you bring it up, they be looking at you like, you the crazy one. Yeah. Like, but I got to go to Tulum. Uh, this I'll yeah. never get this moment uh, again. Like, well, 
when well. you're in, when I'm 40, I'll be in Tulum. I'll live yeah. there for a month yeah. and right. you have, have one time. property right. in Tulum. Exactly. Money. I will rent it out to the people of yeah. Tulum. Exactly. And go there when I want. Trust me. You feel me? Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't put that kind of work ethic in. No. Again, I, I think, I, I do hope that you do come back to the podcast because mm-hmm. I think these conversations, uh, people do need to hear. People do need to be reminded. You know, we have grown a lot since our first conversation. So, right. you know, it's going to reach more ears is going to reach more eyes mm-hmm. and you know um it's, it's it's different when you hear it from a different voice right they hear the three of us every single week yeah. but when you have somebody and it's a different feel right yeah so although he's an artist and me and alex work in a podcast space mm-hmm. it's all it's, it's like cousins right yeah music and podcasting mm-hmm. they're cousins they, right you can find his music on the same platform you can find this podcast yeah you know what i'm saying what you're doing is a whole different lane it's out of it's entertainment a whole different language right. it's not yeah. if you wanted to be a ghost like your friend mm-hmm. he's a ghost yeah but he's doing well he's yeah. doing great <laughs> right. he doesn't have to do you know yeah. this is a choice for you to spread mm-hmm. your message and be who you are in front of the camera so for me, I think it's important that we do kind of have these conversations a little bit more often. Right. Um, I'm excited for the success of your book, for your event. For sure. Fellas, there's anything else that you kind of want to ask Romel before we uh, let him up out of here? Just one thing. Yeah, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going, I had to ask this. Yeah. How do you, because um, I know you make money from your investments, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, some of it has to go to personal. Mm-hmm. How difficult is it really dividing that? Like how much goes for play? How much more goes to reinvest? Oh yeah, I'll run it up. I, 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 I would run I think it I up. I would have a difficulty. I'll like yo, you know what? I'm going with three million right mm. now. Yeah. How does that work for you? Like, so <laughs> I pay myself a salary. Yeah. There you go. I said, good man. Right, that's cool. I was okay. gonna. I was gonna ask him that. I was like, <laughs> myself a salary. Right. Four thousand dollars a month. Right. And I live. I live within my means. You know right. Wow. Right. Everything is in my business name though. So I don't have nothing like in my personal name. So my business. Yeah. So my four thousand is like. How I could do what I need to do for myself and luxury mm-hmm. uh-huh. because my businesses pay for everything, right? right? So my house, I got a two family house, right? I could have went and bought the single family with the big fence in the right. backyard, right. Cool, but right. I'm gonna get the two family and I'm gonna rent out the other side that's uh-huh. paying for everything. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So now I live for free, right? Right? Um, when <laughs> I want to go buy, get, go get vehicles, like I just I got a, a Range Rover. Mm-hmm. I went and got the Range, mm-hmm. no uh-huh. money down, credit, but I rent that out at least five times out the month. Just so that it could pay my car note. Right. So now, you know, the rest of the month is my car. So for mm-hmm. me, Amazing. I just think of ways of how could I live a lifestyle right. and have other things pay for it. For right. all my stuff. And that's it. Right. I don't need no my my per, me, Rama, I don't need to have a bunch of money right. as long as I can live a life that I want. I want right. and my businesses making the money. That's mm-hmm. outliving me. Right. So, yeah. That's pretty that's much a beautiful thing. Pay yourself. I, I actually myself, do. I have yeah. one question for you. Right. Yeah. This whole craze on NFTs mm-hmm. and cryptocurrencies yeah. and stocks. You know, yeah. a lot of people got educated over the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I know it's completely different from real estate. Mm-hmm. But I just told the guys um, before you got here. I said, look, I need something tangible. Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna get into a space like how, how you've gone or stocks, Alex, he's really big on crypto and stocks, right? I would lean towards the real estate because I can feel a house. I can go inside that motherfucker. I can kick a door when I get mad and when I lose some money. You know, with the crypto, it's like, damn, I put it in, you know, uh, I lose my money. I never see it again. Or I go up. Mm -hmm. Has the cryptocurrency world in that industry, has it infiltrated real estate? Has it affected you? Do you look at it as a competitor? Are you excited? Do you believe in it? Like from somebody who's built a mogul in in real estate, who's Mm -hmm. built an empire in real estate, Mm -hmm. How does crypto kind of, you know, rub rub you? Um, 
Crypto, I, I, it's out of sight, out of mind for me to be honest. Oh, like, yeah. I put money in it, and I was like, all right, yeah, just like, huh, let that sit. I'm not yeah. an expert in it because, okay. again, I'm just like you. Like, I know that if I put money into this property, mm-hmm. it's gonna bring me back five thousand dollars a month. I can guarantee you that. Right. I don't know what this is gonna bring me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I, mean? I feel mm-hmm. like it's just kind of it's up in the air. Mm-hmm. I li- I like to see cash flow, cash right. flow, cash flow. Right. I need to make dividends every single month. We gotta spend money every single day. Yeah. I need to get paid every single day. Right. That's just how I'm on it. Right. Gotcha. So I it think, hasn't impacted um, real estate specifically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know I haven't because I sometimes you know we get sidetracked. Like, oh, sweats. It's lit yeah, over there. What's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going yeah, on over there? there. <laughs> no, facts. Like, I got caught in that moment. So I threw something over there. Yeah. Like, it's going up and down. I can't control it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Let's see what's going right. on. Right. I feel you. Absolutely. Yeah. I get I'm that. I'm not mad at that. I get yeah. that. That's cool, bad. Cool. Yeah. Well, if you want, please let the audience know where they can find you on socials. There's a camera you can look in. We'll put your at name and all that good mm-hmm. stuff down there. Promote the event, the book. Uh, let them know. Peace family, it's Ramel the Young Mogul. You can find me on Instagram, Mogul Lifestyle underscore. You can go to makingofamogulfilm.com and get access to the Making of a Mogul Road to a Multi-Million Dollar Real Estate Empire. I'm uh, uncovering the truth on how I was able to build this multi-million dollar empire before the age of 30. And you can get this information, get the game for free. I drop gems all day long. So follow me on Instagram. My YouTube is Mogul Elite Club. We give game. Say last. I'm going to leave you on this, bro. I'm so yeah, yeah. proud of you, family, yeah. because I'm realizing as I'm getting older, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that's successful, yeah. it's just one thing that they all had in common. They never stopped. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. They never. just never stopped. Mm-hmm. Never. And that just really, it's, it's reassuring to see. Right. And that's love, bro. Right. Really. I'm, I'm glad to yeah. finally get to meet you. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you being from Brooklyn and just, it's just so odd just meeting someone with a similar background. And I just want to say, I really do appreciate you, brother. I know you've been through a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I can, I, I see like when you know, you see someone and you're like, damn, same shit. You know what I mean? I know what you did. I know your friend. I know, you know what I mean? I feel that. And I really want to say I have a lot of respect for that. And just, man, I'm, I'm proud of you. And that is the first time meeting you, but I'm just proud of you coming from where you come from and just in succeeding the way you have is very special. And I hope you have people around you that tell you that every day. And I hope you know that personally. I just want to say that, man. It means a lot. It means a lot. And likewise, I feel the same way for y'all. It's my first time meeting you, but the energy is high. Right, right, right. from Brooklyn too. You said, I was like, oh, word? Brooklyn like, Lights in the building. It's looking like once they got with you, they just elevated. Yeah, yeah, man. Family, man. I'm proud of y'all for committing because at the end right. of the day, no matter what field you're in, yeah. entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship. You're right. taking risks, right? I right. say this all the time. Right. You got to be insane to think that you're going to be able to you know, do something that's never been done. Right. You're doing something that nobody in your family is, nobody's giving exactly. you the blueprint, something right. that's invisible, you're making it visible. Right. So for y'all to start with nothing, nothing. episode three, right. to hear. Yeah. And you then where you going to be I'm coming back right. yeah. 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 Like, Oh wait And you want to know The crazy back. thing right yeah. Episode 3 We fucked up the audio On his episode For real I, had, yeah. I don't know if you remember I had so to call him The next day yeah. Like yo Bro Nigga so I was engineering Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I don't know I'm, who it, it was But it, bro he, he came all the way from Brooklyn On a brand new podcast Right Had three episodes out Off the strength I had to call him the next day Like yo bro Uh 
We may not be able to use this shit. The audio was so bad. I think I might have deleted it. You might not be able to find it. It might be an NFT. Wow. Like, it might be an NFT. Like, I'm telling that's you. That's why I'm so glad we got to do this correct. That's sort of fucked growth, up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's like crazy. We all got a team, and yeah. I know you got a team. Yeah. So like the guy said, man, salute yeah. to you. Right. We all proud of you, all happy right. for you. I Thank hope you. somebody listening has taken more than just one thing that you said because it's, mm-hmm. it's different. It's different. different. It's like when your parents say some shit all the time, mm-hmm. but then when your, your, your OG or your mentor says, says it mm-hmm. it resonates it different, different. Yeah. and so i ain't saying we anybody's parent on this podcast right. or anybody listening right. but you 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 hear our voices you're yeah. used to it you know what i'm saying right. but to see it and the other thing is and i'll leave you on this <laughs> I ain't never said nothing about a million dollars. I can't even, we ain't even talk those numbers. So yeah. thank you for inspiring. Mm-hmm. I hope this conversation inspires somebody. Yeah. Um, again, you guys could check out his book. Please go to his event. It's in New York City. Even if you aren't in New York City, come fly out, come get some free games. Real estate is everywhere. Absolutely. Real estate is just not in New York. So if you want to make that trip, like I said, I do want to kind of make it to the event. Is it two or is it just one? It's one. It's All right, one. it's one. I bet. We're going to okay. figure it out. We're yeah. going to figure it out. Yeah. But as always, everybody, it's the Need to Know podcast. It's what you need to know when you need to know on the Need to Know podcast. And this week, we had a who you need to know. Make sure y'all follow Ramel, the young mogul in the building. Thank you, God willing. We will be back again next week. Peace out, y'all. Good to go? Beautiful, beautiful, wow. beautiful. Let's cool.